everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wigella, and I'm joined today by two of the people on the Split Six Six-Pack Mount Rushmore, Amanda Renee and Kim Malaszewski, or Malaszewski, whatever the, whatever the real way you say your name. <laughs> um, uh, but welcome back, everybody. How are you guys doing? Woo-hoo! So happy to be back. Uh, it's been like probably over a year since I've been on, and your studio has just upgraded significantly, and it it just looks awesome. So, love doctors back. Keep oh! slapping on the saliva, baby. You know I love it. <laughs> so honored to be on the love doctor like segment. Kim, you've been you're one of the guests that has um, been on this podcast uh, the most, and uh, unlike Amanda, you've actually been on this podcast with more than one person before. Yes, intern Darian. Oh, also more than more than that. There were, like, a few people. Yeah, I think you might be, like... Mikey was on here once, and then, um... You're definitely in the Brian. top three for the most uh, recurring guests. Yeah, and Other than Brian Nyson and maybe Jordan Lang or Vince or something. Been on the most, contributed the absolute least. <laughs> <laughs> what is the split six Mount Rushmore thing you're talking about? It's a six-pack of the, the, the most famous guests that have ever been on this podcast. Are you creating this? Or? I don't know. It's something I like. If I if I if, if I had a six pack with all the labels of the people that have been on this podcast the most or the most relevant guests, you guys would both be in that six pack. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah I want a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, do okay. So, what are we drinking tonight, Nick? Oh, thank you, Amanda, taking the reins. <laughs> um, for for the wall's sake, I will be drinking. Moon Rambler IPA by Founders. It's an Indian pale ale brewed with milk sugar. Um, it is 6.4%, 49 IBUs, and its can looks like, um, uh, I don't know, like Mars, kind of? I was saying mountains. Yeah, maybe mountains. It's called Moon. I don't know. It's, it's, it's very confusing. Oh, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Dope. I'm drinking... Wild Basin, boozy, sparkling water, and the flavor is melon basil. It's delish. This tastes like most um, uh, below-average IPAs I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Kim, uh, what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking a share of Coca-Cola with a Jennifer. <laughs> Fuck you and Jennifer, you know? <laughs> oh, my God, I love that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how is life going, everybody? How was your weekend? How are you uh, adjusting to the new restrictions put on our- ourselves? By our uh, great governor, Gretchen Whitmer. I mean, did we expect anything else? Like, we all knew this was going to happen again, right? Am I alone in that? Like, No, I was expecting it. I was just... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was expecting it. Big big Gretchen's got to do what she got to do. And if that's put us in timeout, put us in timeout. And, you know, that's kind of where we're at right now. No more bars, no more restaurants. Yeah, no, I agree. Do you guys have, like, one thing, if you were like, oh, this is, like, the one thing that, like... I would give up everything else if this one thing could stay open. Yeah, Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo. Okay, that's like... That's too obvious? Yeah, I mean like just like a <laughs> random thing, like a gym or like a one restaurant or like what I mean, one I thing. could give a shit about restaurants. Yeah, um, okay. You know, like, I mean, if I had anything, I guess if I could pick, like I would love it if Old Shillelagh was still open downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't really make sense in, yeah. the, in how things are, you yeah. know. Um, but I, if I can't pick Bonnaroo, it's going to be something like a, a like a club or like a bar with like a little bit of a club atmosphere dancing-wise. No, Ooh. I miss dancing. Who there, about you? There is a country place that we went to that was fun. Oh, um, the place in Belleville? 
Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, well, it'll come to me. Fear number one, sports. I liked your mimicking there, Kim. That was nice. I know when you're like, what are those called? Like audio clips or whatever? I call them Mel Drops. When your Mel Drops come in, I know. <laughs> we actually we have to change the last one soon, so maybe I'll make you guys record it. Oh, sweet. I'll be because, right. well, we're on to sports. We'll get to that. Is and it politics. The one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change it to the president smelled me. <laughs> yes, yes. That would be great. Uh, maybe we'll wait till January 20th for that, if that happens. But anyways, on to sports, everybody. We have um, a loaded sports segment for you guys tonight. Um, the Lions just beat the Washington football team. Um, barely. Uh, and I was rooting for them to lose, but they unfortunately pulled it out. Just now? Uh, well, on Sunday. Oh. So, just now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, NFL, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Amanda is not very keen on talking sports, and Kim never has much to add to any of this. <laughs> Here's my contribute contribution to sports. Ready? Are you ready for it? Yep. Everything is canceled. <laughs> Except for the pro ones. <laughs> because they get paid, and they're in a union. But well, the college ones are all in uh, jeopardy. Like There's, like I think, six games this week in the college football uh, scene that have been canceled. Yeah, and I was reading, um, and so some of you guys might know this, but I deleted um, my social. I, I deleted my Facebook because I can't do it anymore. Anyway, who the fuck's I gonna did know not that? Know that? Oh, I well, I did, but we'll talk about that later. But anyways, <laughs> um, I, one day this week, I gave it and re-downloaded it just for like fifteen minutes, and I started reading about the sports getting canceled and everything. And these little high schoolers who were supposed to be in the um, state finals, because this for high school, the football finals were like this week. Yeah. So um, I can't remember. One of the teams is Livonia. I think it's Churchill. So Livonia Churchill's in the state finals, and then there's another team. I can't remember. But they were like writing about the shutdown. They're like, please just let us finish our last game. Come on, this is our first time in the finals. And I felt bad. Yeah, I, you you do feel for these kids because like they don't you don't get a chance to redo high school. Like I couldn't imagine going to high school during this and like missing out on prom, oh, God, missing yeah. out on Graduation. all, missing out like of just even being in school with yeah. everybody. You know, because like a lot of them, that's this is the only time they're gonna do any of those things. Right. So yeah. like this is their chance, and they're getting fucked. As someone who looks back very fondly on high school, like if I didn't have those memories, I don't know what that would shape me into. And I know like there's studies that are coming out like. Uh, the teen suicide rate is like skyrocketing because of all this, which is terribly depressing and all related to everything being canceled by oh, yeah. um, <laughs> the government's mismanagement of COVID. When people in uh, New Zealand and in the, specifically the Asian countries uh, are at giant concerts and doing all these crazy cool things and having full, full fan capacity at sporting events. Yeah. But um, uh, North America and Europe have really fucked everything up by our um, uh, righteous behavior. So, okay, so we've discovered that all sports are canceled. Um, Except for there is a big event going on (laughs) as we speak right now, everybody. The NBA draft is tonight, and the Pistons are picking seventh overall. There are rumors that they are going to be trading up into the one or the two spot to draft 
the mellow ball lonzo ball's younger brother and of course the son of lamar or lavar ball one of the most controversial figures in sports to maybe possibly inject some life into this franchise that has been stagnant for over a decade now how do you guys feel about Lamelo ball and the star um impact he would have on the pistons <laughs> I feel very impacted by the impact. And that concludes our NBA draft talk, everybody. <laughs> because I, honestly, by the time you're listening to this, it probably didn't happen. So. <laughs> I was going to say, all I heard was Pistons are drafting seventh, right? Yep. So, good. Who's drafting first? Which team? First is the Minnesota Timberwolves, followed by the Golden State Warriors because both of their star players got injured and they lucked into the second overall pick this year, and their team's going to be stacked yet again next year. <laughs> awesome! <laughs> Good so, okay, I do have one other sports thing. Let's hear it. Because I can't, I apologize, Nick, I cannot contribute to NFL or NBA. I didn't expect you guys to. Yeah, I mean, I got nothing. But the one thing I do got is... Because we're in this weird quarantine where we're supposed to be alone by ourselves and just lonely, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what are some sports that you can do on your own? Um, beer pong. Oh my god! That, is it? I don't know if it's called racquetball, but it's like like racquetball, but you just hit it against the wall like to yourself. <laughs> yeah, like ping pong when you put half the table up. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, golf. Yeah, I was going to say okay. golf. Golf, The golfing um, uh, places have been, like, they're booming open, this entire right? year. Um, or are they I'm sure there's some, some of them that are, but, like, it's it's going to take a rare breed of person to go out and golfing in 32-degree weather. Oh, but that's true. That's kind of fucking cool. Disc golfing. Have you guys ever been disc golfing? I've never been disc golfing. Honestly, disc golfing, I feel like you have to be quite athletic. It's, like, pretty... Like, I don't think you have to be athletic. I no. think you have to be coordinated. It's, like, coordinated, it's hard. But fast and like I don't know. My problem is like I have decent fast. hand eye coordination. Yeah, like disc golf. Like when you run and you throw. Am I thinking of just regular? You're thinking of ultimate frisbee. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why? Right. So disc golf is kind of like it's, it's 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 exactly like golf. All you just got, with the frisbee. Just with a frisbee, but it's kind of hard. Sounds hard. Yeah, there's these little like baskets with a uh, oh, chains that go down yeah. to try to catch your frisbee to go into them and you, should, you just have to be good at throwing a frisbee essentially but they're not the exact same as frisbees but you know i don't know whenever i try to throw a frisbee and if i'm really focusing like i'm fine if i'm like casually throwing one but if i'm trying to really focus i don't know where that shit's going <laughs> i get too into my head about anything but wait so but like to be fair what i was thinking was ultimate frisbee you have to be athletic for that that's kind of intense right yeah, it's like football, like but with the frisbee around. instead of a okay. football. As long as I was right about one thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know Ego if that is... counts as you being right. But... I'm just mean <laughs> what I was thinking in my head was like it was intense. Go sit in the corner, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> well, Signing it's up. like I feel like I, I'm definitely putting on, you know, the COVID weight. And so I'm like, okay, what can I do on my own? Because there's nothing I can do. And this is what I've been doing, playing Pokemon Go. Does that count as a sport? I say yes. What do you guys say? <laughs> I say no. <laughs> I mean, it's a game that involves training. Being active. You have, you have to, to train. Walk around. Yeah. I have not been involved in Pokemon Go since when it first rolled out. Twenty seventeen so or something. What like? what what team are you, Amanda? Yellow. Do you know what it's called? I because I do. No. It's Team Instinct, right? Oh, Instinct, and I'm on level twenty eight. You're only on 28. Out of 40, bitch. There's a cap? Yeah. 
didn't know that. So I stopped playing when they started releasing Pokemon that weren't the first generation. Yeah, 28 out of 40 is not bad. And I've been walking way more than I ever did. Um, and it, I mean, it's just basically, it's it's like, you know, a Fitbit counts your steps. So, Kim, you ever fuck with the Pokemon's ghost? I actually literally never played. I remember thinking it was really cool when we would play. Like, well, I wouldn't play, but everyone, literally all of our friends were playing. We'd be, like, in the middle of a party, and people would be, like, leaving to go, like, run around your Dude, neighborhood. Dude, when that shit and first... I thought that was cool as fuck. When that shit first <laughs> rolled out, it was crazy. I do Just, remember that. You would see groups of people, like, everywhere. If yeah. you drove past a park at night, it would be, like, families, mm-hmm. like, kids, adults... It was really cool. It was um, a really good idea. A friend of the pod, uh, Dave Jeremy, who's only been on one episode, I probably have told this story before, but it's one of my favorite stories. His wife did not like him playing Pokemon Go because it was like really consuming all of his time, and then he <laughs> said that he had quit playing Pokemon Go, but he was secretly playing it on the side, and he was battling a gym like right on the corner of Warren and Merriman, <gasps> and Cat, his wife, had drove by and saw him. <laughs> He's like, gotcha. I uh, know you don't listen to this, Dave, but shout out to you if you do, and I'm sorry for putting you on blast. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Well, and do you remember? It was, like, dangerous. Like, people were just, like, not looking where they were going and yeah. get hit by cars and shit. Like, I think one person just, like, fell off a mountain because they weren't watching where there's, they were going. Oh, I'm by the Grand Canyon. Look, there's a Snorlax. Oh! Yeah, <laughs> I wish you had had visuals in this podcast because you really like enacted that. Yeah, you were, <laughs> really you were good. It. Sign up for premium. And you guys will get to see the video. Yeah, sign up for my OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, there's <laughs> posting clips of the pod. There's tons of listeners, you guys. I think you're mistaken. There's so many listeners. Speaking of listeners. Oh, okay. Do we have our first hold up? Transitioning. Speaking of listeners, since I am the love doctor, I do have. So many questions that the listeners submitted. Amanda, I'm thinking so, we should change this segment to um, uh, you're you are Amanda Renee, but you have to leave the room for a second to let the love doctor come in. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. I do you have to become her. Yeah. So Amanda Renee is going to. Amanda's got to leave everybody. She's going to be. Um, she'll be back in the next segment, and um, we're gonna go ahead and get our new guest, the love doctor. And she'll be in in a second. Kim, are you excited for the love doctor? I can't wait. I'm so honored. Do you have any questions like percolating in your brain about what you're going to ask her? I have like a few topics, but I also am curious like what the love doctor has in store. Oh, here she is. She just walked into the room. I hope she has a weird, funny accent. Okay. Love doctor, you sound kind of Hi, everybody. The Love Doctor's here. Hi, Love Doctor. How are you? How's your quarantine been? It's been fantastic. I'm sure it's been filled with (laughs) sex and meaningful conversation. Yes, it's been filled with lots of sex and... Filled with with lots lots of liquids. Lots of liquids, (laughs) lots of love, lots of laughter... And lots of orgasms. Here we go. (laughs) I will tell you, there is no more dating apps for me. Good job, love doctor. You did it. You're better than all of us. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm so happy to be back. I know you guys missed me so much. Yeah, it's been a while since you've been on. Like, I can't even look at how many beers ago it was. It was a long time ago. But I'm back. Don't worry, friends. 
I hope that you guys have found love or found love in yourself or your friends. Or, during, or, 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 or seeked medical treatment. <laughs> <laughs> or seeked medical or treatment. Or therapy. So we're getting there. <laughs> Therapy's good. Therapy's good. So, Love Doctor, I hear that you have some listener questions that you want to address live on the Split Six podcast. And by live, I mean when they hear this a day later. Yeah, and you guys know how this rolls, right? Like, we're, I'm going to read the questions, and then we all contribute to the advice. Yeah, you're a very inclusive doctor. I'm very inclusive. All right, let's, let's see. We're going to find a good one. Well, let's see. Since it's November, hmm. Should we start with that happy Would you ever fuck with one? a turkey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you ever did with a turkey? Oh, there's like a whole segment on Big Mouth about fucking a turkey, and it makes me laugh every time. Okay, well, we'll save that for <laughs> entertainment, okay? All right, let's start with the I'm lonely and stuck in a pandemic. What do I do? Well, uh, my advice would be um, get some friends, you bitch. Um, and <laughs> also, loser. Um, being lonely is something you have to learn to deal with, especially if you're someone that's like very unlovable, like I'm sure this question answered. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> very unlovable? Damn! I'm lonely and stuck in a pandemic. Yes, you are correct. You are stuck in a pandemic. Also, at the very beginning stage of this pandemic, when everything was super, super locked down, I went on um, two different virtual dates uh, via dating apps like i mean come on first of all get on a dating app because you know especially if you're a woman like you're not going to be lonely you might get uh, the occasional um uh, dp um but you're not going to be lonely you'll find somebody that will talk to you can you tell me about this virtual dates like what are virtual dates i'm so interested so basically these virtual dates one occurred on zoom and one occurred on facebook uh, and basically what you do is you, you Zoom somebody and you talk to them and you drink with them. And, you know, I didn't hear back from these uh, two women that I went on these dates with. And it possibly was because I did drink way too much. <laughs> like, do you like, do you, did you dress up? Did you wear jeans? Like, what do you do? I was fancy shirt cocking it the whole time. I was going to say fancy shirt and like sweatpants. Fancy shirt. Dirty sweatpants. Dick out. Oh, no, just in case you gotta be ready did you feel less lonely after the date i felt like they both went great but didn't hear from them <laughs> again but we've all been in that scenario right where we're like having a good time on a date and then maybe we get a little bit too excited maybe we have a cocktail too many and yeah you know? I, I don't know if you have any personal experience with no, that no, 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 <laughs> i'd never do anything like that it's not a good date unless you're drunk that's what i'm saying <laughs> The first date, if you don't, I can't Then you imagine. should date me. Come on, love doctor. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> I mean, I think that, like, during a pandemic, it's normal for everybody to be a little lonely at times. And part of it is, like, finding what you like to do by yourself. Like, you know, you have to have hobbies. Like, and if you don't have hobbies, there's this thing called Google or Pinterest. And you just, you know, write in hobbies and start exploring them. But you got to be able to entertain yourself. Yeah, find something that lo- that you love and let it kill you, as uh, a hat my friend and co-creator of this podcast, Brian, used to wear. You're such an Aquarius. <laughs> Everything you say, I'm just like, Man, and you know what? You're not alone. Here's another thing. Here's more words of encouragement. Um, there's lots of people that are alone during this time. 
I'm one of them. Yes. And it, Other it, than you guys here. <laughs> and it doesn't suck. It doesn't suck. What are the positives about it, Nick? Um, okay, well, um, <laughs> in, in, in the beginning times of this, there was no positives. When I first learned how to deal with it, like I was very depressed and very, very much didn't move from my couch for two weeks. And that sucked. And if I didn't have Animal Crossing, <laughs> it would have been even worse. But after those first two weeks, because it takes, it takes about two weeks to get used to a new normal. Mm-hmm. And after that, I started to fall in love with um, uh, Zoom meetings with friends, with uh, the spontaneity of like people FaceTiming you all the time, because everyone's in the same boat together. Like We're all in this together. Um, and uh yeah those were great and uh you know i feel like i got closer with uh my brother dylan that lives in phoenix during this time because you know, i have time now to facetime him all the time and talk to him on the phone and listen to how much money he's stacking doing doordash baby <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly people who do that job are about to start making racks again for sure yeah. oh yeah for sure i I've used a lot of, I spent a lot of my, because, you know, I, I'm not spending any money uh, on, on, on lifts anymore. Yeah. And it's that, that those funds are being changed to having people lift food to my house. Yeah, yeah that's it, true. Or the bars, like the amount of money we've saved just by not going to the bars. Oh, my God. You, like, don't really, even when you think you were spending a lot of money, like, going out, even if you just, like, go out to eat a lot or, like, whatever. Holy shit. I mean, yeah, yeah I spent probably like $1,000 on this studio um, from, and it didn't even like feel like it. I spent that much just uh, updating my interface and getting two new microphones and two new stands and whatnot. Yeah, I think that's one, like, one good thing to come out of it is I feel like we value things more a little bit. Like maybe, I mean, not everyone, but I don't know, I guess I felt like I started investing in like things that were more beneficial for me as opposed to just like going out every weekend like going out to eat Mm -hmm. i mean i will never i will always put having a good good time like and a good memory over uh material possessions Mm -hmm. but now i got to reshift to material possessions because i can't go out and have a good time (laughs) uh yeah but at least like you know you spent it on like i mean technically they're material possessions but it goes along with a hobby you care about right exactly Mm -hmm. yeah find a hobby that's a good point yeah passion project baby kim what are your hobbies Oh, this is. Do you know what's stupid is? Anytime somebody asks me like a very simple question, I like can't think about anything at all. Like my brain goes blank. But I like to read. Um, I like singing. I like bust out some uh, bars for it for for us all. Nick, you're such a slut. <laughs> Get it? And I love sluts. It got cold when the winter came. Do you want to know something funny? Is that people who... So I was thinking, like... I was like, obviously, like, our group of friends were, like, going to hear that. And I was like, obviously, I know Mitchell has, like, other people he talks to who would hear it. Before you finish this, Kim is referencing a song off Mitch Please's... Or Mitch Dub's new album, Mitch Please, that she was featured on. Yes. Um, But I've had, like, a couple people who... Not that I'm, like, not friends with them at all, but, like, people who I know who, like heard the music like say something about the song i thought that was really cool because i was like oh my gosh like look at mitchell fucking go like people are really streaming the music that's so exciting he's good i i fucking do my um spotify mitch dubs all the time i love it i really liked his whole project a lot i told him too i was like i know that this is hard to uh imagine because i do know you i was like but genuinely even if i didn't know you when we weren't friends i would really like it i thought it was really good yeah, uh, I I showed I remember showing Jenna the song this last weekend, and her eyes lit up, 
and she's like, I'm shook. And she was generally shook like that because like, I showed her it and then then she realized it was you. Yeah. She didn't know that before. So, yeah, um, check that out. It's called Here's to Us. It's on Anywhere Streaming Music um, by Mitch Dubs featuring Kim Malachowski. My dad likes it, too. And he's yeah. a he's a pretty, like, renowned music critic, so he likes it. So here's to slow. us. It does. It does. It sounds like a like a like a. It is a legit song, but it, like it's nice seeing my brother's music turn into music that sounds like indistinguishable like from it. real songs. Yeah, you could mm-hmm. hear it because like you can tell the something. difference on his earlier releases, like Pop Tart Party, that they're not produced as well. But this one is just like, <laughs> what the fuck? Everyone involved did a really good job, and like thank Chad you, thank doing you, thank it. You. Oh my god, I was so because he told me that you were gonna be on a song, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that sounds fun, but I didn't hear it until he released the whole thing. And then I heard it, and then I wasn't expecting it because I was just, like, letting it play. I didn't, like, look for your name. And then I was like, you have such a distinct voice. And I was like, <laughs> is that fucking Nick? And I was like, oh, my God. It was so cool. I loved hearing it. It's probably it. my least favorite one on the album besides um, uh, I Hate It Here, but. <laughs> oh, I liked it. I liked it. Oh, I like the one that's like, I don't know if I go crazy. I just think. No, I, I love that one. Line. That one was sick. And, like, the intro. I don't remember what the intro song is called, but that one was sick. Hunt It Flows? Yeah. That got was a Hunt It Flows. Got a Hunt It Flows. That was a banger. <laughs> Mish Dobbs, keep yeah, uh, up the good work. Yeah, I don't know how this is this is sports, but that was um, entertainment. <laughs> that was entertainment. Entertainment, yeah, that was not, whatever the fuck we want to talk about. We don't have to follow no agenda. All right, love doctor, do you got another question for us? All right, <laughs> this one's about puppies. <laughs> <laughs> My what dog. do you do if you're sexually attracted to little dogs? <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> My dog loves my partner more than me. What do I do? Um, 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 deal with it. I mean, it's kind of sad, though, because dogs are like your kid, and it's like you don't want your kid to love you more. But the way I look at it is like, of course, if one person, one parent does the discipline, the other parent doesn't, then they're going to love the kid, or they're going to love the parent that doesn't discipline. My dog literally loves everybody else in the entire world unless they're an old white man more than me. Yeah, anytime somebody's come over and she's barked at them, I immediately was like, oh, this person, something's not right with you. Yes, I, 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 and I firmly believe that dogs have, like, se- like, they sense mm-hmm. whether, like, somebody is bad or good. Or yeah, they have, like, vibes. a different kind of yeah. instinct. Yeah. What does that say about my father, who I love and adore, as the only person that my dog has ever bit? That is weird. I mean, what it, did your father do before he came over? I don't know. I, I think he drove. Hit someone with his car and just keep going? Yeah, maybe maybe something happened that you don't know about. You're telling me Father Wagella might be up to some nefarious shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, my, so, I don't know. Have you guys ever experienced this where it's like the dog loves this person more than this person? Like I just said, my dog likes the both of you more than, <laughs> than she likes me. Oh, yeah, me. and I feel like every time I stay the night, like, Stella sleeps with me and not you. Yeah, no, every time I go to sleep, Stella sleeps with herself. I don't even think that it's, with Stella's thing, I don't think that it's because she doesn't, like, love you as much. I think she just doesn't view you as, like, an authority figure at all. So she just, like, is like, this is just my buddy. Okay, but I had, I had when Remy was living here, my um, uh, past dog. Yes. That dog loved the shit out of me and would cuddle me all Remy the time. Stella, maybe just Stella isn't cuddly to me. I don't know. I feel like she thinks, like... I feel like she knows that I don't, um, uh, I'm not the best dog owner, and she gets mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like Jack. Jack, like, straight up, like, knows when Jenna gets 
leaves and like Jack like gets pissed. He'll be yeah, he'll pee on her shit. Yeah. He's like, fuck you, you left me. And then Gordy does the same thing. So like if I leave, which isn't often now because I work from home. He, oh, you live with Amanda Walker too, Love Doctor. Oh, I do. Uh, I mean Amanda Renee. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> So if I leave, uh Gordy like gets mad and so he'll just like pull like five things out of the garbage, but he won't chew it up. He'll just pull it out and like drop Walk it. Down. Interesting. <laughs> and it's like purposely. Very passive aggressive. It is. It's like, fuck you, it's bitch. Like, it's a small inconvenience, but it is inconvenient nonetheless, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and it's like totally like a message, like you left me. But it's I would prefer that way more than when I lived in my apartment and he'd fucking just shoot everything in that apartment. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm really glad Stella got over all of that. Like, she used to chew like all my shoes and all, all the time. But then all of a sudden, she just, once we got Jack. She just snapped out of it, and she's. Ever since then, she's been like essentially the most low maintenance dog you could ask yeah. for. Yeah, she's super chill, and maybe like. But just just not affectionate to me, which is like what you get a dog for, not just to like. I think she's just a independent. Like she will when she wants to be affectionate, but I think she's just very like independent. Like she's and also like you're gone. Well, not as much probably now, but like before when you'd be gone or taking a lot of trips, I feel like she was just more used to being yeah. a little more independent. Oh, look, she's by her daddy now. Oh, you want to mess up the podcast? I also think like it has to do with who like feeds the dog and like gives the dog treats and takes the dog yeah. for walks and. I give her food every day twice. I feed her treats monthly, and I take her on walks uh, annually. So <laughs> my suggestion to you, Nick, is to give your dog more treats. Okay. Well, Stella, Just don't can't go, like, on 14 vacations a year, maybe. <laughs> What's life about then, Kim? When's the last time you've been on a vacation? Oh, Kim's the dog time. sitter. I know. How could I ever go on a vacation? I'm always watching your dog. Just never do it at the same time as me. Then <laughs> we're never going to go on vacation together. <laughs> oh, we got an Amanda. But it's then true. what if we want to in? If we're do I feel like if me and you were going on a vacation, it'd be somewhere where we'd want like everyone to also be there. We you don't you ever want to just go on like a friend vacation with me and you? I would do that. All right, cool. Like let's, a weekend thing? What are you doing this weekend? Let's go on vacation, baby. No, let's go, go to Traverse City, go to but go TC. visit Brian. Are we allowed to I, are we, if we, I feel like I mean, allowed to? I mean not I know we're not not allowed to as of right now, but is it like coming low key shitty to do that right now? Big Gretch would say yes. I think it's shitty to visit old people, but I think if you keep it at a reasonable le- level, then it's it's. What are you gonna do though? You can't go fine. anywhere. That's true. Oh, we're gonna go into Brian's room like every time I go to Traverse City. Just hang out in Brian's hey, room, and listen to brand new. I'm <laughs> just sitting there like. And he's like, phone. "You want some wine?" And he's gonna do yeah. Have him like. He'll Brian smell will be like, them and bruv, us. bruv, you gotta hear this song, bruv. Parliament, what they're doing to us is not right. <laughs> <laughs> to what? To what? <laughs> All right, man. It looks like we got time for one more question before this segment ends. All right. What should I buy my partner for Christmas? Ooh. Ooh I feel like, okay, the last time, because this is a repeat question, I almost feel like, but I get it. It's almost Christmas. So I do remember about a year ago, Nick and I had the joy of not having to buy anybody Christmas gifts. Oh my god, that was nice. <laughs> that was nice. Two years of not buying Christmas gifts, because I always overspend on Christmas oh, for my yeah. significant other, because I'm like feeling like, oh, they're not going to like... You know, may, might have, that might have just been per, uh, pertaining particularly to my ex. Well, no, Jenna, like... Jenna will just be like, well, Jenna, there's buy, no option. Who cares? Spend three grand. Jenna's was more of like, okay, I have to 
like I'm cool with matching the spending, but then at, at some point it gets overwhelming. Like, <laughs> but right. Jenna was easy to buy for, so that was fine. But my um, uh, last ex was like, she's not gonna spend that much on me, but I feel like this pressure to make her happy. I don't know. She had a weird spell on me, but <laughs> <laughs> I. So I always feel like buying the partner or significant other like Christmas gifts is so much pressure because like some people they're love language I'm a love language girl some people's love language is gifts and they really put a lot of time and thought into like making it like the perfect gift ever and then other people are like meh I'm at Kohl's this looks like something I should get here's a sweater like so it is I I totally understand the anxiety listener what about you little Kim what do you think oh it's hard because I if I'm buying anyone a gift, the other, like, over the past few months, I went to a dog's birthday, and I dropped, like, $40. So, like, I genuinely, I can't, like, I, I can't stop myself. I, I'm like that, too. I want it to be, like, I want it to be, like, a lot of things that you'll actually, like, really like and use, and I also want to give you something thoughtful, like, oh, you mentioned this to me, like, eight months ago randomly, and, like, I remember it, so I want to, like, show you that I remember. Like, I really like to do go above and beyond for gifts, but it's hard because... I think, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, I decided I was going to get a, a lot of people gifts. Like, I felt like I had to, and that was where the struggle came in, because I was like, I don't know if I can be thoughtful for, like, 20 people at once. This is difficult. And it, then I, oh, it was just, it was a lot. I don't know if I'm alone in this, but, like, sentimental gifts, I'm sure I'm not, but sentimental gifts are worth a lot more than expensive yeah. gifts. Like, maybe, maybe there's thoughtful maybe, gifts. maybe there's different people that have um, different tastes that, like, want you to spend money or whatnot. But, like, this gift right here, my, my split six coasters that uh, Kelly Placharzik got me, like, for Christmas one year, was one of my fucking favorite gifts I've ever gotten. Because, and you like, use them forever. Yeah, and I, and I have them forever, and I, I really like them, because it's, like, something I really cherish and whatnot. Yeah, super you know? thoughtful. And, like, that's the thing. Like, if you're, what do you get your partner for Christmas? Well, I mean, that's not going to be a universal statement unless you want to get them on, on a live show. Because... Beer number two, entertainment. Because everybody likes Alexas, and, you know, like, everyone needs yeah. one, because you have to have a robot in every room of your house, yeah. Um, yeah. so I can listen to you. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, sentimental gifts are way more important than anything else. Like, don't, I would say don't worry about the money, because unless your partner's an asshole, they're not going to care about how much money you spend, as yeah. long as the sentimental value of it is coming to fruition and, like, uh, just, like, ma- making you feel warm and fuzzy in the chest. Anything that associated, I think, too, like with a memory or like some type of customization that makes it specific to either that person or like your relationship with them, mm-hmm. I think is always a good idea. I actually learned this from you, Nick. You taught me this, believe it or not. Like Etsy is like the best place to look for gifts. I feel like you just go on Etsy or there's another website similar to that. I just feel like Amazon. No, because Amazon's, like, not... No, Etsy's it. Like, someplace that does, like, customized yeah. types of things. Well, so, like, my family, they're big into, like, here's my Amazon list, and then they, like, forward me their Amazon list, and I just feel like... Yeah, at that point, why don't you just exchange money? Yeah. Yeah. So, Etsy. That's my recommendation to you, listener. Etsy. I've gotten a lot of really good, like, custom gifts on Etsy. What's the best gift you've ever gave given? I don't know about best... This year, uh, for a few different people, I did, like, a box of gifts. So it was, like, smaller gifts, but I, like, painted the box and made it really pretty and then put a lot of stuff in it. But I think the most... That's hard. I would have to really think because I try to be really thoughtful. 
I'm like all about the funny gifts. Um, so <laughs> it's a jack in the box, <laughs> but it's poison. <laughs> <laughs> like I especially my my papa he like is such he loves jokes he loves puns and so I thought it would be super funny to get him a bottle of wine and on the bottle of wine it said um something about like being a spy or going to jail or something like that and then I got him a pair of binoculars and this thing that counts a counter like the clicker thing yeah and the reason why i did it is because he i joke that he is um the neighborhood watch because he counts the amount of cars that go by his house so it was like a joke on him because he's like mm-hmm. constantly like spying on his neighbors and counting the cars so nice <laughs> um the gift that i've ever felt most like happy about giving to somebody was actually to jenna for her birthday this year um, because she did not expect it, and it was that little phone holder thing. And she uses it all the time. Yeah, and, like, it, it, that's one, like, I was just, like, it just came to me, like, oh, my God, she, this girl's always coming over here trying to show me songs and, like, trying to read her phone while playing it. I'm like, this would make it so much easier for her. And then the way she received it was, I don't know, it, it made me feel good to make her feel good, you know what I mean? A practical gift is so, like, if something that someone's actually going to use... They're hard to think of, though, sometimes, but yeah. I think if you do get a good one, it's like, oh, my God, this isn't just something I'm like, oh, this is funny, but, like, or cute, but, like, I don't really, I don't know, I'm going to get mm-hmm. rid of it in two years, but, like, something that someone's going to constantly use. But what do you do when somebody's, like, hard to buy for? That sucks. That's always really difficult. Like, like, like Kim, if I were to try to get you a, a, a gift that, uh, you know, I would probably do something sentimental, like uh, oh. photograph-related or, or or something. Like, I don't, I don't really know what I would put for... Um. <laughs> oh, is Stella chewing on my heart? <laughs> Sorry, I Stella. Just, I just saved the, something that your dog just chewed. You bastard, Stella. Uh, yeah, She's she... like, "Fuck you! I knew you were talking about me. I'm gonna eat this." <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, you know, Amanda, you're easy to buy for because you just need something panda related. But like, we were, just talking, we were about talking about, about that though. Like, I do. I. It is true. Like, you know, I love getting panda gifts, but. I have, like, at least, like, a box, maybe two, full of panda stuff now. But I love it because it's just, like, it is the number one thing that makes me mm. happy. And Kim was telling me that she's got Harry Potter stuff. For a million years. <laughs> and it's I love Harry Potter and I love all the things. But at some point, I'm like, I, okay, do you guys feel this way, too? I feel, so I'm, like, moving soon, so I'm getting rid of a lot of things. Are you? Yes, I am. <laughs> Are you? I yes. love it. And, but what's difficult is... If I, if it's something that either someone has given to me, even if it was like 10 years ago, or there's a memory attached to it, it is really hard for me to get rid of it. But it's like, you can't keep every single gift you've ever been given. Yeah, it's like, it's like both of you guys, like, uh, you've been like put into this box, like my Uncle Mark, who, my late Uncle Mark, rest in peace, but he was like the biggest Elvis fan you ever met. And I'm not even certain if he was the biggest Elvis fan. I know he liked him a lot, but everyone assumed that he was the biggest Elvis fan. So he had this basement full of Elvis mem- memorabilia and everybody in the family would get him Elvis stuff every 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 chance for every holiday that ever existed. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I this is sort of related to gifts. I love um we play it the the white elephant thing. Yeah. But have you guys done the white elephant where you bring like a silly gag gift? Have you ever done that? Yeah. I don't know. The, the, I love doing that. That to me is 
is more fun. Is that a word? That to me is more fun than like buying gifts for everybody. I would much rather just do like a, a white elephant thing where it's just like a, everybody brings funny things. I need to recant my statement. I've done white elephants where I've brought silly gag gifts. Everyone else is like, who? Like, here's a bunch of lottery tickets, which, you know, lottery, like, scratch-offs, don't ever buy me that as a gift. I'd rather you get me nothing because I won't turn them in because I don't care about them and I hate them. OMG. I, I, gotta, want, I, I want sentimental gifts. I don't care if you don't – I'd rather not have anything unless it's, like, something – because, like, you know, I, I – I can pretty much afford anything that I want to buy. Like, unless you're going to be, like, really extravagant and, like... I can afford anything that I want to buy that no one else is going to buy for me, you know? Like, like... Are you trying to say you're rich? No, I'm trying to say, like, <laughs> any gift you give me, if you're trying to spend money on me, it's, like... Like, like unless you're my mother and... Or my father... My, my dad always just gives me cash for Christmas or something like that. You know, I, I more appreciate my stepmom, Joanne, giving me, like, clothes for Christmas. I like getting clothes, actually. I really do, because uh, I don't like shopping myself. And if you have good style, I like getting that stuff. Yeah. I um, la- I think it was last year, I found, like, these, cu- these cute little jars that said something like positive thoughts for you or... Something like that. And I just, like, picked up a bunch of them and, like, gave them to my friends. Because I was like, you know what? Like, this is cute. Like, it was, like, really cheap. But it was, like, I know it's something that's probably going to sit in their room. And, like, if they're having a bad day, they can just open it up and get a little positive thought. That is that is something I would like, too. Like, like a, like a you gave me a jar full of, like, little Amanda sayings or something. Like, I would like that. Yeah. Like, um, uh, when I turned 18, Christina and Nicole made me a collage that I still have in my room of, like, a bunch of pictures, and they cut them all out, like, perfectly and whatnot, and each had little notes in the back of them. They were in, like, this secret flap, and I read all those. And, like, that's one of my favorite gifts, too, that I've ever got. And then on my 18th birthday, too, also, um, my mom got pissed at my dad for this because my mom spent money on me for, like, 18th birthday because she always is, like, more like, uh, like, we have to spend this much money equally on everybody. Yeah. But my dad <laughs> gave, just gave me like four mixed CDs of the music that he like really resonated with like um throughout his life and whatnot. Oh, that's so thoughtful. And I was like my mom was pissed because like that's how my dad got me. But like I was like, Yeah, this impacted me way more than whatever you got me because I don't remember what you got me today. Like I remember what my dad got me. I don't yeah. remember what my mom got me. And I still I appreciate my mom because like I, I get her vibe and whatnot. But my dad is more sentimental than my mother is. Yeah, I love, I don't know, sentimental gifts is just good. One time I got my dad, when we were younger, he would tell me about how, like, a big thing that he used to play with when he was little was, like, marbles. Like, I don't know, you draw the fucking circle and yeah. like, whatever. And then he told me about these, like, giant ones, and they were called, like, steelies. And I went Those to this... Those were called balls. Yeah. <laughs> but I went to this, like, vintage shop, and I found a bunch of, like, vintage marbles and a bunch of these, like, vintage steely things and i like gave them to him for christmas when i was a kid and he was really happy he still has them in his drawer i felt really special too because i was like oh you like it like you kept it i mean <laughs> right. he'd probably keep it even if he thought yeah, it was stupid you but... feel good you're like i nailed it yeah you're like i fucking killed it i'm like nine years old i'm like i am king christmas <laughs> um um while we're speaking of nostalgia can we talk about um 89x yeah let's talk about some entertainment yo um, so 89X, a local radio station around here, 88.7 FM, is changing its format tomorrow at noon to go away from their alternative rock music genre to something they haven't disclosed yet, which we're going to find out tomorrow. Ooh, should we guess? We should guess. Um, uh, well, yeah, we can guess, and I'm 
I don't know what it, I I don't have a guess yet, but um, I want to before we guess, I want to just uh, give a shout out to that radio station as I posted on my Facebook earlier. Um, that radio station like really turned a boy whose first CD was Nelly's Country Grammar oh, hell yeah. into the kind of music like it showed me Audio Slave, it showed me Brand New, Lincoln it, Park, it showed me Lincoln Park, it showed me Blink One Eighty Two, it showed me everything that turned my music taste into what it was for a very long time until very recently it started evolving but still has those roots yeah and i used i remember listening they had this thing called the top nine at nine and i would always go to bed like right before nine and just like listen to it and uh fall asleep to the top nine trying to guess what songs were the most requested of the day and that's where i found like all my roots and all my music all my sad bastardness and all the music that i even play comes from 89x and finding that kind of station that perfectly fit my young <laughs> my angsty and uh sad bastard heart like it just it it's it's uh it makes me want to cry thinking that it's uh changing its formats because yeah. other people that are young now aren't going to have that and radio already i feel like i have a lot of respect for the radio stations that have like stayed true yeah, yeah because like obviously radio is not doesn't have the appeal that it used to since everyone has their own music and like ways of listening to it so it's it is really sad that would break my was heart. what was 89x before you know this alternative rock do you, wasn't it? i think it started as that are you oh for some reason in my head i thought it was like screamo or something but maybe i was wrong i mean like people would that'd be like um people saying alternative rock is screamo you know like they had like uh the classic like more aggressively bands like Breaking Benjamin and whatnot on there. I love Breaking Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember, do you guys have any fond memories of 89X that you'd like to share? No, I mean, it did I ha- know it wasn't exactly your style, Amanda, but... No, I definitely, like, okay, when growing up, it was 89X, 955, 955 and 96.3, those are mine. How, like, those are my three, and 89X was always my little program, you know, back when we could program radio stations, that was always one of mine. Um, <laughs> we still can, and some yeah, cars. Yeah, my car is a 99, I listen to the radio all the time. <laughs> do, you, do you have, like, a, what, tell me about your car. Does it have a CD player, tape it's, player? No, it has a tape player, but the problem <laughs> is, is that... <laughs> it has a fucking tape player. Hell yeah, it does, but you could buy these, like, adapters, like, that yep, would plug in yep, your phone yep. and whatever, so you could still play whatever music you wanted. But something is wrong with my like actual, like the mechanism the inside the player. car. Yeah, so I haven't been listening to radio for a very long time. It's so weird for me to like think about. I don't have a tape player or a CD player in my car. You just have an aux cord. Yeah, that's it. Okay, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I have in my well, I mean, I I have a CD player in my van and my car. Um, you and have an aux player too, don't you, in your car? In my in my car, not in my van. My van it's only it's only CDs and it has Bluetooth. Oh well then. Psh. Right, yeah, and I, I never I never listen to the radio unless I'm listening to sports radio. Yeah. Or NPR. But um. Uh, yeah, eight nine X was just like it was such a, <laughs> like I said in my Facebook post today, like <laughs> I could not figure out what's when I first heard of it because my friend Charlie Kroll was like always talking about how he's listening to it and showing me all this cool music and I liked it but I couldn't find it on the radio. I'm like. I don't understand radios. I'm looking through all the 89 point what like whatever oh, FM channels. I'm like, why is none of this here? Then I like, don't see an I, X. Then, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I thought it was like X, like a variable. Like, oh, it's it's all the 89s. Oh my god. <laughs> Before I understood radio, and then I find out it's 
Yeah, 88.7. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah that's why when, is it called 89 if it's not even 89? I actually don't know the lore of it. But um, uh, Dave and Chuck the Freak, I'm sure you yeah, guys have heard yeah. of them. They yeah. started there. They're on the riff now. Um, but, uh, you know, I remember listening to Dave and Chuck the Freak all the time when I, going to, like, when I was uh, going to Specs Howard with Dakota Bruce. We would always have that on in the car on the way there. And, uh, you know, like, I don't know, this, this, it's, it's very sad because this, it's, it's not like the station's going away, it's just changing. And I wonder how much, like... But it, they haven't said what they're changing, they did say in the press release our old fans probably won't like what it's changing to. Oh gosh, imagine it's just like a country oh, station. That I, would break I, I hate, I would hate it. That's the only kind of, like, I, my music taste have, has evolved a lot, but country is the one thing that I just really talk have radio. not been able to get fucked. What if it's just talk radio? Actually, I might like that. It could be. It could <laughs> As be a podcaster radio. myself. Dude, I just lost like one of three stations. I didn't even know this was happening. Also, 93.9 might be, there's rumors that it's changing tomorrow. So it's changing tomorrow at noon, 89X. So we're going to um, have like a goodbye so we, in the morning? We, we got to predict though. So what do we think it is? Oh, I don't even know. I think it's going to be changed more poppy, uh, popular music. I'm going to say talk show. I have no idea. No, there's no way it's changing to a talk show because, like, what? It's changing because they are obviously they aren't making enough money. The Donald everything. Trump radio show. It's probably changing to, like, um, uh, fucking, like, more things like 95.5 or, mm-hmm. or uh, 96.3. Or like top 30 hits or whatever. Yeah, it's not going to. Like, because one of the things about 89X is they're a Canadian radio station. They're required by Canadian law to play. Um, uh, a certain percentage of Canadian music. So, like, my dad's favorite band, The Tragically Hip, like, they're Canadian, and they were... My dad found them on 89X. And um, uh, and, and other bands, like, they, they probably played more Nickelback than they wanted to because they're Canadian yes. also. Um, uh, but, um, Tired uh, of the Nickelback. Song, <laughs> Nickelback. <laughs> and and then I got into Dashboard and Lifehouse oh, through yeah. 89X. Love I can't those. tell you how happy I was when the top nine at nine, the number one song was Faint by Linkin Park. My first ever, like, true favorite song. Aww. Like, I was, I remember being in my room, like, just getting up and, like, yes! <laughs> it's finally number one. <laughs> we had a random night, like, a couple months ago. Or maybe that was, honestly, it might have been a really long time ago. But there were a few of us here, and... We just randomly got on a like Lincoln Park and like music like that mm-hmm. kick, and I just Mitchell like sang specifically. He's like, "Oh, well, I heard a lot of Lincoln Park because of Nick growing up." So it like reminds. Yeah. It's funny too because like now it's like it, that reminds him of like his childhood probably too because right. you were always playing. And like you know, like when we were younger, like how do you find music other than the radio? And like if that radio station didn't exist in Detroit, uh, Metro Detroit radio, like. I think this 89X kind of is responsible for starting a a generation of uh, alternative rock, sad, bastard, angsty teen music in uh, Metro Detroit, in this, this kind of area. Like, it's... It, I'm not the only one that feels this way, you know? Like... It created us this kind of like emo? That's, yeah, it turned out... <laughs> it it, it kind of created emo... I, I found brand new from... Um, 89X. Like I remember, wow. I remember the first time I heard "Quiet Things That No One Ever Knows." I remember just instantly liking that song, and uh, that's the first time I ever learned how to play guitar. And now, Brand New is a band that I attach myself to. That I, regardless of their own fucking faults, but it's a band that I love to my core and is a part of me. And it's all because of this radio station. And it's weird if you think about how radio stations like kind of do that to you. You know, like. 
especially as a kid music, with with no other, with no other outlets. Like yeah. I know the world is different now, but back in the <laughs> back in our day, I don't want to say back in the day, but back in our day, like that's where you found it. Other than like until you found out Napster and stuff, but you still had to figure out what to search for. Yeah. yeah. No, I can. So like I listened to ninety six three um, Blaine. It used to be Blaine and Allison. Now it's Blaine and Lisa or something. Um, but I listened to that on the way to work for, for like years. And then all of a sudden, like some drama went down and Allison got fired and then there was a new radio host. And I remember being like so upset. I'm like, what's happening? I love her so much. Like she helped me on my car ride to work every single day. Do you become attached yeah. to yeah. people who like, they because mm-hmm. they're a part of your day. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, because like, now the most, the station I listen to the most is 97.1, which is a sports radio talk station. But because of the nature of my job where I'm driving around all day, like, I'm listening to these people, like, these two shows, like, uh, Carson Anderson and The Valenny Show. I'm listening to them, like, every day, all the time. Like, and if those ever went away, I would be, I would, I, it would suck for me. Like, I love listening to them because I, I just know, it feels like I know them, you know? Yeah. And... Anytime something ends, it's sad. And this is like this is like my origin story ending. I know, and it's just like, aren't we all tired of just losing things now? Like, <laughs> like losing Damn. things we love, things we care about. We get an email up in here. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, before this segment runs out, um, uh, I want to talk real quickly with Kim about the Queen's Gambit. Oh fuck yeah! Um, Queen's Gambit is a new Netflix show. Amanda, you haven't seen it, right? No, it was recommended to me. We're not going to spoil it. We're just going to kind of vaguely talk about it. And did you watch it all, Kim? Yeah. Um, what'd you think? I loved it. I thought it was so cool. It's hard to, like, even explain. Like, so, obviously, I mean, the premise of the show is, like, it's, what time period is it? Like, the 60s. Like, 60s. And it's this, like, little girl. And she's essentially a... Chess, chess prodigy. Yeah, prodigy. genius. And, obviously, is at a time where... Uh, Amanda. <laughs> um, yeah, essentially, it's just like, and, and especially like in a time too where like there were not really as many women chess players, or if there were, they weren't taken seriously. And she's just like, I don't think it's based off of a true it's not. anything, right? Um, but I just I thought it was really well written because it's like you follow. It's not just about chess; it's also about like her life and her yeah. like addiction issues and stuff like that. But I thought it was just really well written, really entertaining, like storyline. Like I and it was like. like it was like beautiful like um uh, in terms of like the set design like it seemed very like i i never felt out of place with mm-hmm. the timeline um the direction was really cool the acting was great yeah. i the, Kruk, uh, my friend Kruk was the one that told me to watch it and i was like after i watched a couple of episodes i was like Kruk, you have a real knack for finding the most boring fucking topic that <laughs> turns into something really cool. Well, it was like number one for a, a minute. Yeah, I mean, it's about chess. Yeah, like, I, that's why I was like, why is this number I want to play chess so bad. I know, it made chess seem so badass. And then I was realizing, because there was the one time where we were here and a couple of you guys were playing chess, and I was like, God, this is so boring to watch. But I was thinking about it, and then especially, like, watching the show, I was like, oh, my God, to be really, really good at chess, you would have to be so fucking smart. Yeah, you have to be, like, um, like uh, so smart to play this game. You have well. to be able to, like, visualize, like, nine steps ahead. Yeah, and, like... And um, also, like the, like, the thing with chess is, like, it's just, like, one-on-one, so, like, it's more than just visualizing, like, the mechanic. It's, it's, you have to be able to read people. Mm-hmm. That's the real Ooh, secret. like poker. Yeah, like, yeah, you guys, like, what, what is this person going to do if I do this? Yeah. Like, you have to have a complete understanding of the game and 
a complete understanding of your opponent and especially when like because in this like it's like and then when you get to the nationals or like the big things in chess like they already have all these all your previous moves written down so they know your tendencies yeah and the answer the essence of being games. random get skillful is impossible to master that's what the great thing about chess is it was really cool it just it was a show like i wasn't and, expecting to be so interested in but it was really interesting and it also has so much to do with like substance abuse and yeah. addiction like this gave me like very very prominent flashbacks of being addicted to opiates like oh. when she starts stealing all the tranquilizers from her mother and I was like, ah, I used to do that. Oh. Like, <laughs> like, like, um, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the one thing I have. Uh, that I don't think that show represents enough is like it felt a little too easy for her to get away from that. But yeah, you think um, so? yeah. Like get you mean get away from that as in like stop taking the drugs? Yeah, like yeah. It, they kind of grazed over it a little. She's like, just she like, okay, yeah, I don't want to anymore. It's done. Yeah. Like, there's no. She's like, like, oh, I tried. It's to not get hard for her. She never really thing. relapsed. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It sounds interesting. It's, it's really it's good. It's on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, it's a Netflix original. All right. Uh, all right, Amanda. Um, uh, we still got some time in this segment, so why don't we go to the Love Doctor again and get another question? Or do we want to talk about how I love Shit's Creek? Oh, we can talk about Shit's Creek. I love Shit's Creek, you guys. Okay, new season just came out. Me and Ty are re-watching Shit's Creek. Wait, the, the, the series is over. What are you talking about? New season came out. On Netflix. On Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Did I say series? You said season, but I I, I just watched everything, and I'm, I'm oh, certain that it just Well, you're it. ahead of me. I haven't watched last season, because I decided to rewatch everything. It's amazing. Me and Ty actually watched the documentary about Shit's Creek, because... Um, the dad and the son are dad and son in real life too. Yeah. And they also direct the show together. Eugene Levy and what's the son's name? I don't know. Eugene Levy and somebody Levy. And then Twyla is also um, Eugene Levy's daughter. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, that makes me love the show even more. And the documentary was so good. I didn't realize like how much influence it had over the LGBTQ community. Yeah. And, um, so, like, they talked about, like, how they got letters and letters and letters from fans about how, like, it helped them come out to their parents and feel safe in their communities. And it was just really... And it was... Oh, my God. It was so emotional, too. Oh, I think it's... No, not... I don't, know, I don't remember what his name is. But it's just a very, like... It was a very emotional show. Like, all the cast was just, like, crying in every episode. Yeah. Um, that show, um, uh, it took, like, a minute for me to, like... Because I... Tr- tr- I started trying to watch it like a couple times, but I'm the kind of person that puts on a show and then falls asleep instantly. Yeah. Same. It became my fall asleep show. I'd like watch an episode or two, mm. fall asleep, try to go back. Yeah. So Twyla actually auditioned to be Alexis, and she was supposed. Alexis was originally supposed to be a really like a nerdy Alexis. She wasn't supposed oh, the to. Sister? That yeah, the, that's the sister. She wasn't supposed to be like this like bougie, and, like bougie yeah like dumb she was supposed to be really nerdy but they decided wait, wait, wait. Oh, i'm sorry i'm i'm not good with names in the show twyla twyla was is is the um the waitress and then so she's she's uh, she's um uh steve levy or yeah, i'm sorry eugene levy's eugene eugene levy's daughter yes oh <laughs> Okay, interesting. And and she originally was going to be Alexis in the show. Uh-huh. 
but she was going to have a really nerdy character, but then they switched it last minute. Yeah, good choice for switching it. Yeah. And then... Because that show's pretty fucking flawless. I... It's just, like... And, like, there's also... A thing I didn't know about it was the fashion. They purposely put, like, this high-end fashion stuff in there that, like, I had no idea about, but fashionistas would know. Um, yeah, watch Shit's Creek. It's amazing. Some of the um, script, too, is, like, really pretty witty as well. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's 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 super funny, especially like once you like get into like I I haven't rewatched it yet, but I'm sure this is gonna be one of the greatest shows to rewatch because you know the characters from the get go. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, it's <laughs> I don't know, it, it it it's a Canadian show too, and it just swept the Emmys in this last uh, Emmys round. Like, and it that the, the so- character development is just so it's so believable. That's what they said. They said the reason why this show got popular, which this doesn't happen often, is by word of mouth. That's how it got so popular. Yeah, and it being um, put onto Netflix, like in the, the Netflix word of mouth. Yes. And now it's like, you know, it's it's essentially one of the sitcoms that is one of the sitcoms, you know? Like, it, it's up there with um, uh, Friends. No one's, nothing's ever going to overtake Friends or The Office. New girl. But yeah, it's like it's on par with like New Girl and uh, like Parks and Rec and other 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 sitcoms. Like I don't, I can't really think of another sitcom. Like maybe Big Bang Theory, but Big Bang Theory, everyone knows, sucks. Well, like I okay, was Cheers originally supposed to be a sitcom? I think Cheers was the original sitcom. Yeah, so like Cheers was, and then um, there was a couple other Happy Days. Sunday, well, Monday, Happy, happy Days. days. Tuesday, Wednesday. Have you ever seen an episode of Happy Days? I've never seen one. Yes. I was a really weird kid. I watched all those Saturday. I watched Wonder all- Years, maybe? That can, might have been before Cheers. I watched Wonder Years. Um, oh, um, uh, The Brady Bunch. Yep. Yep. But Will like, and Grace. Will and Grace. Woo, Will woo. and Grace is one. I love Will and Grace. All right. Two and a half men. So one of the questions was, anal thoughts? Um, um, people people do it. Yeah, it happens. Not my style, not but I never aim to disappoint. So. <laughs> I will do anything for love and affection. It's not my cup of tea. I will do anything for love. So it's not my cup of tea. Okay, sure it isn't, Amanda. But, <laughs> like, it's not my cup of tea. However, would you try the tea? Hmm. Like, like me doing it myself or me being anally penetrated? Well, see, you have oh, a yeah, choice. Oh, yeah, get pegged. <laughs> um, uh, probably yes to both. Hell yeah. Um, but, like, like I got to be, like, paid some money or I, <laughs> I got to really, like, really find true love <laughs> to have things enter me. Like, maybe, maybe we can start with the finger. <laughs> I mean, I would hope that someone wouldn't just force you in there like that. Like, you know what I mean? Literally and figuratively. I would hope that they would start you off. Well, it's like, you first, first you smell the tea. Then I you... don't want them to smell it. <laughs> <laughs> then you feel the tea. And then you sip the tea. You both have done it, right? No. No. Amanda, I don't believe you. <laughs> It's like just if the thing is for me is nobody's ever been super like oh my god I super want to do that and I wouldn't be the person to push for it it would have to be someone else being like this is my favorite thing I honestly don't understand like the uh, drive to do it like I I have done it um uh, but it wasn't like anything 
anything special didn't feel like. It just felt like I was hurting somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've not tried it. Which is something I'm not that into. Like, you know, and I, I'm i into, like, slight kink. I mean, I'm not into kink. I think I just like sex what? as it is, generally. I'm, I'm not into asshole stuff in general. It's just, like, not my vibe. Remember when, like, uh, can I be disgusting there, on this podcast? Yeah, of course. Oh, like, you remember when, like, eating ass was, like, a, the big joke on the internet of, like, oh, if you want to be with me, you better mm-hmm. eat ass. Like, everyone was, like, acting like they love it. I'm, like... It's like a two out of ten for me. Like I just don't, I don't find understand. this. Fear number three. How the president grabbed me. <laughs> On to politics. Um, I know we were just in the middle of a heated conversation about anal sex. <laughs> so if you guys have any final words about that, not for me is what I would say. Not my cup of tea is what I would say. You know, I'll just, I'll go with whatever the vibe is, but I could go without. I'm not, you know, worried about it. So, speaking of fucking the entire country. um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Donald Trump is uh, still out here. um, So, Donald Trump is still out here trying to fuck everything by denying everything and whatnot. You know, we, uh, to to be quite frank with all the listeners out there, we did run out of memory on my computer. So, (laughs) I don't really want to rehash this thing we just had. So, what do you guys want to talk about? (laughs) Well, politics sucks. Um, Donald Trump sucks. He's basically throwing a huge tantrum. So, do we want to continue to talk about politics or should we? guide it into a different direction. Kim, how are you feeling? I am down with the flow. We can do whatever. We did go over a bit of the politics, but we were mainly just, I mean, I was gloating. Uh, you guys were more discussing, like, actual facts. Respect to you. I was just gloating. And can, can, so. we, can we talk about how do you deal with people in your life that are Trump supporters still and think that, the, that Trump did win the election? I can talk about that for a minute. So, start the sixty second timer, Kim. Oh, we're I only. No, I'm I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, oh, I get it, I get it. I, I got it. her. So, uh, prior to the election, pretty much like right when I started school, which was like September, my social media got super negative, and it was Trump in my face everywhere I went. Literally, somehow, he managed to get on my Facebook, and the second I would log in, it was like, vote for Trump. Like, how did he do this? Getting phone calls. <laughs> vote for the vote vote for Trump. And then, so that, that was so irritating for me. And then also, be working in the school and just seeing all these nasty comments from parents, like, about, like, doing virtual learning versus in-person learning and yada, yada, yada. I just had enough of it, and I was like, I'm so sick of being politics in my face 24-7, so I deleted my social media, um, and it's been amazing. I So to answer your question, Nick, like how do I deal with friends that like are bragging about Trump or whatever? I would say, first of all, I don't see it because most of the people that are raging about Trump are on social media, and now I don't see that, so it's amazing. And if it gets brought up in the conversation, then I just move to a new location and talk to somebody else. Can I ask the love doctor a question? Sure. If not that I'm in this at all, but I'm uh, if how would you date somebody with different political views from you? We have had this conversation, and for me, like we all have our deal breakers, and religion and politics is not a deal breaker for me. I know it can be for a lot of people, but for me, it's not. I have dated people with other uh, religions that are different than mine. I. 
know if I've ever dated a Republican. I'm not sure. But also, like, I it, to me, it would be fine. It would be fine. Like, I think, like, I'm a person that I can, like, listen and, like, try my best to understand. And I would hope that my partner could do the, the same. We can agree to disagree, but it's never going to get nasty and in your face. Oh, what if what if the person you're dating gets nasty in your face about your beliefs? Like I I, I, you know, I don't mean to shout out two people I know in my life. Maybe one of them is my parent. Maybe one of them is my step parent, um, allegedly. Um, uh, <laughs> but like they they are com- have completely opposite ends of the spectrum politically, and they get into constant fights about it. Like, no. So that... how do you how do you uh, reconcile that difference when you're diametr- diametrically opposed to each other's beliefs? Like I feel like I feel like. I believe in the yin and yang in relationships, but I think that there are certain things that you have to set uh, ground rules on. Yeah, and I think we have had this conversation. So, like, I think, like, it all comes down to respect, and you are able to, in my eyes, I can still be a friend or a companion to somebody that has different views than me and still be respectful. So if my partner is choosing to be in my face and disrespectful well then that's an issue and that's not an issue because we are on opposite sides of political views that's an issue because you're talking disrespectfully to me so what's a deal breaker for you oh um well we talked about this uh okay stop saying that (laughs) i can't help it kids we did kids for me it's kids like if you don't want to have kids or you don't like kids then i'm like well that's an issue okay kim you got any deal breakers uh, yeah, politics is a deal breaker for me, for sure. Yeah, I didn't think it would be for me because I always used to make the joke like, yeah, as long as you're hot. As long as like, yeah, I would <laughs> never date a Republican unless they're like super hot. But yeah. I don't think there's any kind of level of hotness that would make me date no. a Republican. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I just couldn't. It's, it's we can disagree on certain aspects of certain things, but if you agree with something that oppresses and hurts people or you think it's okay, like that this policy, or you support mm. a policy, or a person who is okay with racism, or homophobia, or sexism, or like transphobia, then that's just not gonna work. But I'm that. gonna be devil's advocate though, because- What if they're super hot? No, no, that's not what I was gonna say. Like, I just Huge think- Huge I think we have to like get us, we have to get away from like, all Republicans are bad because they believe X, Y, and Z. I hate when, these blanket statements not all republicans are a trump supporters or you know are considered racist or rich or whatever like these blanket statements um you know we have to move away from that well it depends on what qualities of being a republican do you identify with like because there are people i've heard who say that they're republican and their only thing that they make that makes them say that is because they're like i don't like government interference that's why i'm a republican that's like one thing so mm-hmm. i'm like okay i don't like the government either like i wouldn't identify myself as a something just because i agreed with one thing in a party but hey if that's your thing that's your thing and you could not agree with a lot of other things so it depends but mo- i mean on I, your specific yeah you, like like, yeah. like most republicans there's it's not just that you know like right. that, that can be considered an anarchist most Republicans come with these other stipulations too. Yeah, I guess that so. are unacceptable, at least in my personal opinion. Yeah. Like, so it's like, like what, it, that's what not, makes not, you not that I'm not gonna like, I'm like, not gonna like, you know, not be friends with you. But like, it's when you're being intimately involved with somebody, it takes it to a different level. Well, and I think that like I would never date Joe McNavish, even though I think he's one of the most <laughs> uh, respectable Republicans I've met because like I understand where he's coming from, but 
I think it's stupid, but, <laughs> you know, that's why I'm not going to have sex with him. I just think that, like, there's a lot of, like, stereotypes that are constantly being made, like, oh, you're a Republican, therefore you must also be a Catholic, and you're rich, and you're a Trump supporter, and you're racist, and blah, blah, blah. And, like, that is an issue. Not all Trump supporters are this, this, this. Not all Republicans are this, this, this. You might not identify yourself that way, but if you are okay with someone else doing those things, to me that's equally as unacceptable. Like, yeah, like, I, I guess you could say, like, would you ever date a Trump supporter? Like, because you're voting for those things, even though maybe you don't you're necessarily saying, believe in them. To me, what them. you're saying is even if you don't like it, you're supporting a person who does, and so you're saying, well, I don't care what happens to other people. Come on, love doctor, what you got? Well, I'm going to I'm gonna re- relate it back to religion. Like, I consider myself a Christian, um, and I would hope that somebody would look at me and say, well, yeah, she's a Christian, but she um, she still believes in gay marriage. And she still, um, you know, she wants equality. She wants everybody to, like, be welcome in the church. You know, like, I, I don't know. She I, thinks sodomy can be fun in the right circumstances. I just think, like, the idea <laughs> or the or I, I'm okay with abortion, you know. Like, I just yeah. think, like, there's these blanket statements that are constantly being made. And... I would hope that somebody, if they found out I was a Christian, wouldn't immediately be like, oh, well, you hate gays. You don't believe in gay marriage. You um, you want all babies. You, you, you want, um, or you don't believe in abortion. You know, I would hope that they would never think those things. And I would hope people would have an open mind and understand that um, just because you identify with one thing doesn't, like, define you fully as a person. Well, I think that, like, what you just said is a little bit different than saying I'm a Trump supporter. Because that's, like, because you can be the religion that you are, and like you said, be okay with gay marriage, be okay with women having the autonomy over their own body. But, like, to me, like, specifically, like, like, and like you said, you can be a Republican and not support Trump. So I guess it's more, like, specifically, like, oh, if you support Trump, so you support his policies, I don't. That's like to me goes against like basic human rights. I don't support that. So I can, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but yeah, uh, it just I, depends. And I think that there's some people out there that that think that Trump's policies do not go against human rights. Oh, for sure. I mean, there are plenty of people, right, but I think, those who, people are wrong. Yeah, because in they your do. view, like I'm not, I'm I not. Mean, I can verifyly uh, yeah, show, like, show you a bunch of things. I'm not like a Trump supporter or a Republican, but like. That's why the whole point of this podcast is what's your little thing you say at the end? It's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. Okay, exactly. Like, so if I had. But the, but I'm not, oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking about it in terms of uh, being friends with people or communicating with them. I'm saying in terms of a romantic relationship. But I, I guess that this still applies, though. Like, I would, if you had a Republican on here, a Trump supporter. I have. And they're talking about basic human rights. And how Trump is trying not to go against basic human rights. Like, they have a perspective, too. And I would hope that, like, we would listen to it. And we might not think they're right or whatever. But, like, they are, mm-hmm. in their point of view, their perspective, they, they see it differently. Yeah, well, in their wrong point of view, I understand. But that's not something I'm going to And, like, the point coming back to is it's not necessarily about me not listening to you. It's just I'm not going to pursue a romantic relationship Yeah, with you. yeah. Like I get if it that people that people have different things. beliefs than I do. I understand, and I've been, 
like I've started this podcast four years ago and I've been talking about it every week since then with people from all different aspects of the belief system. But as talking to the love doctor, like I'm just, I'm just curious, like if that's a, a, a possibility for like someone like me who is so against it and so frequently talks about how stupid I think Trump supporters are or whatnot or how I don't mean to offend you but like like how differently I feel about religion than other than other people like I don't I is it is it possible for somebody to have a, like a romantic relationship with somebody like that when you have so much so many differences in how you view the world and how you respect others in terms of your viewing of the world I think that it depends like some people yes some people no like it's just like it's not it's on what your deal breakers are and and then on top of it like what are your views on marriage and what are your views on kids like some people like when you bring a kid into this world like are you going to raise this kid as a christian or are you going to raise this kid not to go to church are you going to raise this kid as a you know celebrating a different holiday like i think there's just like so many things you have to think about um but I think it is possible. I think there's many couples out there that have different views and they're able to, you know, just have different different views, respect each other. They might just, like, not talk about politics in front of each other. I don't know. But, like, there's so many couples out there that are able to find peace and common ground. They're not going to agree on everything, just as any couple's not going to agree on anything, everything. Right. I guess, like, what what we're coming back to is the term deal breaker, like, might be, like, it, it is, like, a, a literal term, like, deal breaker. Like, there is, is there anything that can overcome a deal break, you know? Like, like if, like, if you're someone who your deal breaker is, like, yeah, I have to have kids. But then the person you're with who maybe, like, say, like, everything else on you, like, so gel on and you're, like, so infatuated, infatuated with each other. But one person wants to have kids, and one one person doesn't. Like, is that it? Is is it possible to work around to completely different opinions, or or or, or should you just cut your losses? I think it's possible. Um, I mean, well, then who wins? Well, love wins. You know, like some people like like love can do crazy things. You know, love. But what well, that that means one person's like I, I'm saying like if two un, unchangeable opinions everything else is great but there's just one unchangeable opinion that is you're saying a, like if everything else was really good but then yeah. it was your one let's say me and kim let's say me and kim were we're kind of we're thing? romantically involved and we love each other for everything and we are and we do <laughs> <laughs> but you but, heard it here first we've been hooking but i want to have kids and kim refuses to have kids how do we get how do we get, can we seat. how do we get around that or or um uh can we get around it is a better question i think you can because you have your deal breaker kim probably has a different deal breaker and i think it well then do we have kids or not who wins it's not black and white there's not a winner and a loser i think it's a love wins you come to a, you come to an understanding and a compromise together you bring a doggy child that's your compromise yeah or maybe we adopt or you adopt, you know? Let <laughs> me break the fuck up. Like, get out of my house. I mean, it, think about life. Like, is there black and white answers in life? No. It's all Fifty Shades of Gray. Yeah, I, I, I get that. There's Fifty Shades of Gray, but also, like, there's also this 
this give and take and compromise and and also like you as a person have to weigh out like am I willing to sacrifice you know like this deal breaker for the person I love sometimes love is so strong that that you will sacrifice those things and love makes us do crazy things deal breakers are hard for me to think of because I feel like I'll put up with a lot of terribleness <laughs> for me to leave you gotta be really bad like I won't like if I'm attached to you it's very difficult for me to get out of that situation so like a deal breaker thing is like, it's hard for me to think of cause like she's like you casted a spell on me no like it's bad <laughs> I put it's a bad. spell on you yeah, it's not uh-huh. good and even if um, cause I've been in relationships that sucked and I knew they sucked and I knew they were not going to stop sucking it wasn't one of those things like yeah, if we just keep going, it can whatever. But I still, like, just, it was, it's really hard for me to uh, lose things. Even, not even just romantic relationships, like friendships, too. Even if you know it's, like, not good for you, it's it's difficult for me to leave. So it's hard for me to think of, like, a deal. You'd have to do something, I don't know, like, kill my dog on purpose or something. Well, and then, like, I mean. <laughs> maybe you're, like, I find out that you have, like, a lot of suspicious charges on your record that you never told me about that were are like dangerous maybe you steal stuff me. from all of our friends yeah like lie about it i mean it's something like, it would have to be we're, something we're, really <laughs> fucked up like for me to not even consider like trying like you'd have to do something bad. well that's different for friendship like i feel like yeah. romantic i mean i i'm uh, amanda um i'm going to have to go against you on this i feel like deal breakers are a real thing yeah and um, uh, i wasn't saying they weren't real well, I'm saying, like, cut your losses at the point. Yes. I think that there are times that you cut your losses, but I think you as a person are going to determine, like, are you going to sacrifice whatever the deal breaker is for love or not? And, like, like we can't, we can't tell people, like, you know, like, what is right and what is wrong. I think that you as a person have to determine that. Right. I guess what I, guess I, what I think that me and Kim are saying is, like, what we believe is right and wrong, we hold true to ourselves. And, like, if we believe being um, a Trump supporter is wrong, then we can't. There's no way we can have a romantic relationship together. Yeah, I don't think she's, Amanda, saying that you should go against your deal breakers. I think she's just saying, like, you some could. people might, like, when they're in that situation, might have to weigh out their decisions. Like, you might say, like, you could your deal breaker could be something that seems silly to other people. Like, it could be like... I absolutely hate animals. I will not date someone who has a pet. And then you meet someone and they have a pet and then you're like, okay, well. Right. You know. I think well, she's just saying it might be different. Well, that's not a deal breaker then, right? The, you, well, you, you, might, you, might, you might think it's a deal breaker in your head. Right. Like and so then, like but like it's not that that means it also that also means it's not an actual deal breaker because well, yeah, it didn't break the deal. But people are like ever changing and the Correct. things that you're willing to and don't you think like you'd be willing to put up with different things depending on the relationship you have like right. there are probably friends i have oh yeah i've been i've been in that relationship where yeah. i where I, where i have done that but, right i uh, think your deal breakers i agree with you change i was on this podcast two years ago my deal breakers are, some are similar some are completely different like we are ever changing and i also think like you just you just weigh out like in your head like what is what you're willing to sacrifice for that sacrifice and compromise for and like for me being a republican or a trump supporter is not a deal breaker i will think if you're a trump supporter i i I have questions you know i definitely have questions i want to understand um i might think 
think a certain way, but it's not a deal breaker. All right, interesting. Nick, what are what are what were your deal breakers? Like, what are do you have any other ones? Um, I. Because Amanda's was that if they didn't want kids, right? Yeah. So, oh, well, let's dive into this for a second. So, like, do you think there would be a way you could date somebody that doesn't want kids? Like, and I, I guess I, I, we should put this in terms of marriage because that's like the ultimate deal breaker or not, you know? Mar- what marriage? Would you marry somebody that was well, it's not, marriage never is wanted not, to have kids? It's the kid part. Marriage is not the deal breaker. It's the kid's part. No, no, no. I'm saying like, would you like marry somebody that didn't want to have kids? No. So that's a deal breaker for you. And there's nothing, there's nothing that you could do to change that, right? Like if they were open to adopting... That would be awesome. Mm. But that, that's that's still kids. But no, I wouldn't. Okay, so then you do believe in deal breakers. I'm weighing like I'm weighing in my head that having kids is more important than being happy. Being in love, I guess. <laughs> I guess there, I, I was in that boat before where I used to say I was like I think I would rather if I could only have one be married or have kids. I think I'd rather have kids. Now I think my mind is changing, but I was at that position too where I was like I think if I could only pick one and it was like life or death like you may only have one I chose kids but now yeah. I think I feel differently I, but I felt I, that way before too. I, th- I guess I never thought of that Kim but like yeah I guess like if I thought of like getting married or having kids which one is it yeah it would be kids I think mine would be kids too I don't know I I I, we, we've, me and you have talked about this a lot of times, and I feel like you say something different. I do. Because we have this discussion I go back and maybe forth. like every six months, I feel like. And like, you change it. Obviously, change I want to get married. I, I, I'm, a, I, I'm a romantic, and I, I, I like the idea of having a giant party celebrating. Oh, me. I want a wedding. <laughs> Don't know if I want to be married, but I would love Oh, a yeah. Well, if I'm just getting... If, if I'm not having a wedding, then yeah, no, okay. I'd rather have kids. <laughs> you guys are so <laughs> funny. I don't want a wedding... Okay, well, um, uh, you are it's not... It's so expensive. I mean, I'm sure once I got the bills, I'd be like, maybe we need to chill this down a little bit from what I was expecting. I want a giant party I do want a fun party, me. and I want to be really beautiful for, like, a day. And just be like, I am gorgeous. <laughs> I'm the queen. Yeah. But here's some deal breakers for me. I don't... And, and there's... there's Alright, so I'm going to give you three of them. And I don't know if the last one is a real deal breaker or not, but it might be, and I'm trying to learn it. Okay. Um, first of all, you can't be Republican. Like, it's a deal breaker if you're... If, you, if, if you're Republican... Like, I can meet somebody that is Republican, but you can't be, like, unwilling to change away from your Republican stance, you know? Like, if you're, like, die, a diehard Republican, yeah, that's going to... Ruin my attraction to you. You say bye bye, Gina. You can't be religious. I'm sorry, Gina. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I I understand. Like I my my mother's religious, and uh, other other people in my life are religious. But to me, you can't be religious because I talk shit about religion a lot, and that's just not going to be healthy. Do you know what I think is interesting? Actually, no. I'm going to let you finish, and then we'll come back to it. And then <laughs> number three. You have to be willing to eventually turn your life into a vegetarian lifestyle. What? So you basically just want to change them? What if they're already vegetarian? Then that's that's even better. Okay, but I, but but the criteria is you're either a vegetarian or you have to change your diet for me. Yes. 
just like or so like let's say let's say you date somebody that's like doesn't want kids now but wants to eventually have kids it's the exact same fucking thing no it's not yeah it you is. Had a, i mean i if that's not somebody saying i don't want kids right now but maybe in 10 years is completely different than you saying you better be a vegetarian eventually or we're not even gonna start it, 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 no kim if that is it is literally they, the exact same no, thing because that's the other person consenting immediately being like yes i will have kids with you eventually just not now you're saying like that I'm person. saying like you you don't you you don't have to be a vegetarian right now when we start dating, but if we want to get married, you have to be a vegetarian. Damn. Well, that's a thing. That's he, a thing for me. I hope that's your criteria on Twitter. Uh, what are they called? Tinder. Yeah. Well, I'm. Uh, I haven't logged into t- Tinder or Bumble or Hinge in a very long time. <laughs> Yay! Go off, Nick. <laughs> what are, What are the kids using these days? No, I think those three. Oh, okay. And Facebook dating. And I'm sure Twitter dating is going to be a thing because now they have Twitter stories. Or something. Yeah, I've never been on a dating app, actually. I don't think that's super uncommon, but I also don't think it's un- I don't think it's common or uncommon. I think it's pretty split. Like, I think a lot of people use dating apps and a lot of people don't. But, like, if, if, I'm a, if I'm a vegetarian and I... Oh, my God. Start a vegetarian dating app. Yes! I'm Veggie certain dating. one of this... It, I'm, I'm certain one exists because there's already a dating app for if you're only into Asians. Oh my god. <laughs> what would the dating app for vegetarian only be? It'd be like, um, you're better than everybody else dating app. That would be their tagline, probably. Be like, are you better than all your friends? Are you pretentious? <laughs> and all, everyone hates you secretly, but it's only because they're jealous. Veggies, that would be like their Veggies thing. gotta eat. Yeah. But, you know, like... <laughs> it's not like I'm like the super hardcore vegetarian, but like it's important. Like you know, I can't. Nick, have... I came over and you were mowing your lawn with your teeth the other day. You're just eating your grass. Yeah, you how, are. How am I gonna How am I gonna cut it down without retaining all the nutrients? <laughs> I know. I've seen you going into your riding lawnmower's bag and just preparing yourself a plate. <laughs> I watched you do this. Grill up some times. old grass and like mix it with some uh, fucking zucchini. There you go. And then put Stella's poop on top. Yeah. And then, like, I throw up a hairball, but it's not a hairball, it's a grass ball. And, but you still, like, um, put, like, pesticides all over your lawn, but you still eat it. Yeah, but you can't kill the devil, so it doesn't matter. That's true. <laughs> that's so funny. That's, a, those are some, that's some hard criteria, I feel. All right, Amanda, we are running out of time, but do you have time for one more question from uh, the Love Doctor? Sure. All right. What? I made a mistake and hurt my partner subconsciously. How do I recover from this? apologize and uh genuinely apologize yeah i agree genuinely apologize seek first to understand i'm always i I feel like i've been saying this over and over like you know like listen to them hear them out like what was their point of view what was their perspective like i'm so sorry like i this was my mindset that night this was or this that day or whatever you know this was going through my head um we clearly weren't looking at things like from the same point of view. I never intended to hurt you. Um, okay, this is the exact opposite of what I was going to say hope- because it sounds like you're running through like um uh, like a script. <laughs> I, what I would say I am is a like person. Un- understand like what you did wrong and like it's not it's not like there's not like this rubric. Just like just like be genuine like and like first of all be sorry for what you did yeah like the most genuine apology in my eyes is changed behavior 
Yeah. Not just like don't just about like do something about it. like oh next time we run into this thing I'm gonna behave differently than I did. Well, you, well, if we're just talking about strict apo- apologies, like apologize like in a way where you are going to um, admit your admit your your wrongs and express how you're going to change them. Like, mm-hmm. but be genuine. Like you have to be genuine. You can't just be like, oh yeah, I'm so sorry. I didn't think about your feelings or whatnot and blah blah blah, and then follow this rubric no but what i was doing though nick the reason why i was talking about that was like the a way to be genuine is to really think about their point of view and what like how it must have felt for them that's a way to be genuine and empathize social works in the house you gotta you have to admit admit your faults and admit what you did wrong like and just and it's not more of just saying it it's more of like feeling it and meaning it my question i have a question wait are we about to be like really out of time uh it's okay we can always extend i would like to know so i've been self-reflecting a lot we were kind of talking about this earlier but um a lot of us i think it's easy to think about the ways that like you've been wronged in past relationships and i was curious if you guys ever think about like the things that you did in a relationship that you thought were like oh this is like i also contributed to like the reason that things didn't work out like the things you've done not necessarily like oh i did this really one bad thing i mean just like you maybe it was like oh i wasn't communicative or i wasn't um forth like coming about my feelings or like maybe you're too aggressive or maybe you're too passive aggressive like i'm curious if you guys have those things because i've been thinking about this a lot oh yeah i've had um uh, i've been terrible in 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 relationships (laughs) like i was i was uh very much a toxic person like uh for the majority of my relationships um this last one i feel like i figured it out in a way um but uh (sighs) Yeah, uh, I think I would put a lot of uh, my own, like, faults in it. Like, I would try to find a way to manipulate and blame it on the other person I was with. Like, hard to accept that, like, you might have been wrong in the moment kind of thing? Yeah, like, even if my, like, maybe my partner was wrong with a little bit, but I was wrong with a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I would find a way to, you Make know, it my, my Slytherin fucking brain, like, would just find a way to put it all on the other person. It, rather than accept responsibility, yeah, which is something I have learned and uh, don't do anymore because I, you know, I I know that um, uh, no one is perfect and there might be faults in both, but I have to accept my own faults. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like how you said like no one is perfect and stuff. I think that for some reason, what's going on in my head is. I teach you, you guys know this. I teach little kids, and recently the lesson I've been ta- teaching them is about being reflective and like thinking about like how we are all we all have different strengths and different things that are strengths and weaknesses, um, and we all make mistakes. But like the important thing is like we learn from our mistakes, and um, yeah, I mean, I've been in past relationships, but like something that I'm okay with, I, I've decided I'm okay with it, but I'm but I've been told I'm too bossy, um, too demanding, whatever. But, like, I had a choice. I had a choice. I was like, okay, I can either completely change my personality or I can just be okay with who I am and embrace it. And at the end of the day, I just decided that I like that part of my personality. Of course, I have things I need to work on, but I'm not going to just, like, completely change that one part of my personality because that didn't fit for one person. Um, 
so like I guess that's one example um I've also gotten like you nag too much or you you um you know you're you're giving me mixed signals um you're not affectionate enough yada 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 and that's like you know you listen and like try to understand but like sometimes we're just like on different wavelengths like I don't know what you need what do you need and like how you're talking about earlier like love languages like some people Mm -hmm. might just need to be like if they take what you're doing as like nagging it's like well maybe and of course it's like you could try to work on like the way that you communicate what you want but it's also like well maybe you just care a lot so you have things that you want that person to be aware of yeah and love I I think love languages is huge I apply I apply it to like everything in my life now and like um I just think that really, like, listening to your partner, like, how do they accept love? How do they give love? What's in, What type of love is important to them? And, you know, just being cognizant of what type of love language you are and your partner is. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we've all been there. We've all been there where we've, you know, we've been the one that's, like, made the mistakes or you know did did whatever wrong but like we're adults and we learn from our mistakes we're not perfect i like to a yeah. lot what you said about um because there is i think a difference between like altering the way that you might communicate or the way that you go about something if you're upset but i liked what you said about how you were like okay but maybe like some things maybe don't necessarily need to be like changed completely like you were like this is just like who i am so like if you're perceiving this this way i could try to explain it a different way it's like but this is like maybe we're just not like different people in the sense that like we're just not right for each other because like i shouldn't have to if it's like something you feel is like a core aspect of like who you are or the way that you express yourself I think there's there definitely are times where it's like maybe we're just wrong for each other you know well and Nick and I I think we both and I can't speak for you Nick but I think we both can relate to this like oh you can speak for me because we definitely do like we are both at the point where it's like we're comfortable with who we are I really don't have any um want to change much about myself I'm willing to like compromise with my partner but if you like have like major issues with like my personality or things that I'm doing whatever like that we'll talk about it but I'm not really willing to work on like work on myself because of my relationship or whatever I know that sounds awful no no I'm it's, it's more like yeah. I'm not I'm not going to change and compromise if you're not going to change and compromise. Like it's not about it's not all about you, it's about both of us. And like if you like I am strong with who I am and maybe I wasn't at, at times but now I am like very strong. Like if you're not going to I will it's not that I wouldn't bend and change for you if I'm into you. But if you're not going to bend and change for me like in a, in an equal type of fashion, fuck off you're you're not you're not you're not with me like and amanda and i feel like like because you're you're bringing up that like me and you both got broken up with like at the same time Mm -hmm. for essentially the same reason um not exactly but like you know like our partners were not who we were not their ideal partner um and they were they were they were two people that didn't really accept us for who we were and what we needed and what we wanted and what we believed in. Um, 
so um uh what i gotta say to them um merry christmas (laughs) (laughs) happy thanksgiving eat your turkey alone bitch and uh just so you know you're never gonna get anything as good as this (laughs) yeah well and it's probably what is it it's been our it's like our i think it's nick and i's Two-year two year anniversary. Two-year anniversary, anniversary right now. <laughs> but I and you maybe are willing to bend a little bit more about changing yourself. I'm actually not. I was. I was at the time, and, I, it, and it still didn't work. But now, yeah. now I'm like very sturdy. But also, I, I, you know, I still will bend. For no, the right but person, what you just but... said was really important because you said like I was willing to bend, and because I feel like I'm in that position a lot of times too, where I'm willing to like kind of morph not necessarily it's like i'm not changing myself but i'm like heightening parts of my personality they like and diminishing parts that they don't but then like you just said you're like and it still didn't work out so it's like so fuck it just literally be what who you are proud of and who you are happy with and if they don't like it it's like well then it's not gonna work out anyways because it's like you clearly just don't really like me exactly that's that's kind of where i'm at that's what happened to that's what happened to me like the the person i was dating didn't I think she found out she didn't like me. And that and sometimes like it happens in relationships and which was that bullshit point, that it like, took her that long to realize, yeah. but I mean we can't we can't change past, but yeah. like no, I'm so like I'm just going to re- revert revert back to like the same example cuz it's the only thing in my head, but like like somebody says, "You know what? Like you're kind of bossy. I need you to work on that." I'm like, "Bitch, that's just who I am." Like, no, like I'm not going to work on it. I like that about myself. And, you know, I mean, I like you know, that about you, too. And I feel like a lot of people give you a shit for that. But, I, you know, if, if you want if, if you want to be with Amanda and she's bossy, you know what? Sometimes you kind of just got to ignore her. Yeah. And I just, like, <laughs> like, that's just part of her personality. Exactly. Like, like, like Christina. She doesn't mean it in a malicious way. She's no. just, 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 just her personality. That's just me. And, like, Christina and her craziness. You got to have a friend like Christina, you know? Yeah. And, like, I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, you just have to, like... We all have flaws, right? We all have flaws. And there's always a flip side of that quote-unquote flaw of like, okay, so you can say like, oh, I've been told I'm bossy. And it's like, but you're also like, we'll stick up for your friends, like fight tooth and nail for them. Yeah. So, oh, for sure. So like, I just think like, you know your strengths, you know your weaknesses. And if the other person doesn't like appreciate that, bye-bye. It's not your person, baby. Yeah, it's... It, it 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 really it was hard for us or at least I, I don't mean to speak for you but um uh, it was hard realizing that after committing so much time to something mm-hmm. i wish i would have known what i <laughs> i wish i would have known what i know now when i was then Cheers you know but look at this podcast just being a feel good about yourself fucking I, I i'm you know i wouldn't change anything improve yourself but don't ever change no i wouldn't change anything i don't have any regrets i think um I would have never been friends with you in uh, high school if I could have. I, I'm I, just kidding. I'm sorry. I think we, we, are, we are where we are, like, because of the things that we went through and the things, you know, all the experiences and the mistakes that we've made. And, mm. you know, we just, we reflect and we move on. My favorite quote, and it applies to everyone I've ever met in my life, I am because we are. And I love that. And healing is not linear. Just because you've done a lot of, you know, whatever, you're, like, finding yourself, doesn't mean you're not going to have a little slip where you might do something. You're like, oh, actually, that's healing not Healing is not linear. That that's, I... a really, that's a really cool thing. Yeah, I, I like important. that. It's important. Listen to us. We are such good social workers and therapists over here. Let's go, dude.
He's so good. Amanda is licensed as hell. No, I, I am, but my advice on here is a little bit different. <laughs> um, on a side note, I am a roulette dealer on the side. <laughs> Not allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, and the love circle <laughs> and the price. Um, Definitely. Completely legal. <laughs> yes. Cert- FDA certified. <laughs> and also, um, Kim and I are witches for crystals. I actually am not a crystal witch. Oh, what I don't you? own any crystals. I don't know. I think I'm just a. She's I don't really know. You're just a witch. I I don't know. I've not gotten that specific. You just a bitch. <laughs> just a witch bitch, baby. Oh my god, you gotta get into the crystals. It's so awesome. I'm down to try most things. I like. I just like everything witchy. I'm down for it all. Well, I'm a very prominent woman in my life. We have reached the end of this podcast. And um, uh, I just want to thank you both for being on this. And also, I want to find out where we can find you, follow you. And if there's anything you want to promote, let's start with the love doctor herself, Amanda Renee. Where can we find you, follow you? And is there anything you want to promote? Love doctor here. Um, you can just contact Nick Wagella and su- submit some love circle questions. I mean, love doctor questions. And, <laughs> and uh, submit some of those and I will answer. Uh, you can't really find me on social media because I'm no longer on it. Um, you don't have to follow me on anything, but you can SMS text me your nudes. SMS text. What a what a what a retro term. What a, I don't even know what that means anymore. <laughs> it's when you get a green shared bubble. message system or something. <laughs> you SMS text someone, nudes. Oh, yeah. DPS. No DPS. Well, one of you guys has to do the honors of putting. Uh, let me finish with it. DPS. Send your DP. Putting this up on the wall up here. Um, we are up at 157 right up there where the uh, the marker is. Kim, can you? I don't. I actually, these people are very short. Actually, I'll have to do it myself. Um, but guys, you can find me and follow me at Nick Wagella on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook at Splix. Find us wherever you can find your podcast. Obviously, you know that if you're listening to this. So I don't know why I keep saying that. Um, follow my other podcast, Well That Sucked, where we can find podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at That Sucked Pod, on Instagram at Well That Sucked Podcast. Um, remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. Thank you for splitting six with us. We'll be back hopefully next week, though this podcast has been very unorganized as of late. <laughs> we love you guys. Go Lions, I guess. Woo! Love you! <laughs>